Well, hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the Unpasteroids and Unfiltered Ned Natter radio show. Ready to brighten your day. I love to gossip after a long day of taking care of things down around my Florida farm. But first up, it's great to be here again with you. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages. It's time for a good old Natter. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. I might, you know, have a bit of odd news for you, but uh, I don't want to be repeating all everything you've already seen, nor do I. Nope, I'm here to give you a break from it all. A good laugh. Even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember, you can always listen to me shows again. Yep, they're all safe here nicely at nednat.com. Yep, well, okay, well, put everything down. No, no, everything, I mean you too, come on. It's time for the Ned Nat Show, and you can't miss this. Here on the farm, Elsie the wife's Panama Canal diet has worked. Yep, only the wrong way. Well, if you're thinking about a regular kind of diet, that is, you know. Oh dear, she's putting enough weight to stand a good chance of blocking the canal. (laughs) Well, when I finally checked out the info on her chosen plan, I discovered the book was written by a woman claiming to be a best-selling author. Her name is Enid Normus. Yep. Professionally known as E Normous. Yeah, you got it. So the plan is all about putting it on, not taking it off at all. Oh, the wife loves to put it in, though, you know, not on. Yep, load her mouth with food 24 7. So this looks like the diet made just for a kind of lifestyle. <laughs> on the other hand, and on her favourite subject, food, of course, Elsie's offering up her private recipes. And her ideas of cooking, you know, yep, she thinks everyone's like her, just thinking about food. You know, her offerings, mostly burnt, are close to a cookbook from the swamp. So, you know, I cook my own food and leave her to a very cosy relationship with the microwave. Anyway, here's the next of her so-called recipes, yep. Elsie's cooking cock-ups. So... Warm up your microwave and stand well clear in the cooking process. Yup, usually I stay in the barn behind a concrete wall. The recommended distance is at least 50 feet away. Further the better. So here it is, Elsie's flaming noodles. Right, then this time she's written it all down for me here on the back of a crumpled store receipt. You know, and her receipts are pretty long, you know. Anyway, oh dear. It's, um... I scrolled all right, yeah, uh, in a mix of uh, black ink, coffee stains, and uh, oh, something else. Really, I don't want to discover that what well, that is close up, but anyway, first, I need to remind you Elsie's stuck with a microwave and no conventional oven, and that severely limits some of her ideas. So, when it comes to a recipe like this one, she has to steal and borrow to get the right results. In this case, she's borrowed me blowtorch and stole a cup full of Old Nan's special reserve brandy. Yeah, Elsie's probably done her usual stunt, you know, and topped the bottle off you know, with cold tea. <laughs> See, Old Nan's caught on to Elsie's feeding ways over time, you know, and she marks the bottles up with a sharpie. Yeah. Anyway, back to the recipe. Put four packets of pre-soaked noodles into a very large microwave dish. Elsie reckons they're really deep and wide dog bowls work just great, you know, as long as they're plastic or rubber, that is. You know, you can't use the metal ones, of course. Oh dear, well. Then crack a dozen eggs over the noodles, mix it up nice, add a pound of cheese, eight ounces of butter or margarine, peanuts, 
almonds, pecans, dill pickles, pickled onions, pickled cabbage and vinegar. Salt, pepper, chilli powder and strawberry yoghurt. Oh Cook in the microwave for 30 minutes. You know, and once it's ready, take it out of the oven. I recommend, you know, a crowbar or shovel. Nipples, Andy. <laughs> then, when it's sitting on the surface, you know, you add a cup of brandy. Stand clear and use the blowtorch to set on fire. Yep. Keep it going until there's nothing but a crispy topping on your flaming noodles. Mm. Now it's ready to eat. Mm. That's what I call, you know, flambe, Elsie's way. <laughs> Any respectable chef would ever committed. <laughs> By the way, as I've mentioned before, the Ned Nat show will not be held responsible for the results. No, Elsie's cooking is undertaken at your own risk. It not only needs a strong stomach, it needs an even stronger oven. And if possible, you know, a standalone concrete bomb-proof building. <laughs> Staying on the family front, when she's not complaining about our weaker brandies these days, you know me 95-year-old mother, old Nan, staying obsessed with her online gaming plans. She's got stakes in just about every horse race on the planet. Yep, every day she's using her online betting window to the world. Yeah. But now she's been asking me for me thoughts on the Triple Crown. Well, or a version of it anyway. <laughs> she's uh, far from a three-year-old, as you know. <laughs> She's rubbing her wrinkly old hands together, dreaming of the Belmont Stakes next. Well, after cleaning up on, me, on the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness, that is, me old lucky pig Bill picked another winner. Yep, another 11-1 to 1 favourite for her. You know, but I'm thinking of giving old Nan something different for Belmont, you know. Yep, the old crow's head and her winning streak boasts are uh, getting too big for me farmhouse. I reckon she could do with a loser right now. Mm, it'd give me some peace anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and me shows at nednat.com. By the way, still on the subject of the miserable old crow. I've got that little feature on me show again. Old Nan Remembers. Oh dear, drunk or sober, this time old Nan's memories about when she didn't need a walking stick to get around. Well, it was only about 10 years ago actually, you know, see back then, at the grand old age of 85, she carried a different kind of weapon. <laughs> Concealed too, yep. Not the kind that inflicts a, you know, simple blunt force trauma injury either, like a walking stick. Oh no, she's always kept it tucked away secretly in a knicker elastic mm. <laughs> trouble is one day she forgot all about it after half a dozen whiskies and sat down real quick and forgot it was there <laughs> oh dear see that's the reason why she needs a walking stick now and has done ever since <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat show and when I'm not here you can find me and my shows at nednat.com Yep, that uh, twangy old music there means it's time once again for me book reviews. Yep, I've got my hands on a few and I'm featured them right here. Just remember though, I haven't got a star system. No, mine's nice and simple. Yep, you don't need to remind me as I said before, just like me. Eh? Yep, simple. Anyway, 
If a book's shite, it goes on me compost heap. Sometimes, if it's really bad, I've had to burn it. The middle of the road books go in me charity giveaway box. And the good or reasonable ones stay on me farm library shelf. Anyway, I hope that's nice and clear for you. <laughs> yeah, okay, then me first book. It's called Digging for Gold by A Street Walker. <laughs> yep, that's a hyphenated name. You know, I got it mailed this to me from uh, for review from someone that obviously wants to remain, remain anonymous here. Anyway, well, it's a uh, Miss or Ms. Streetwalker claims to be a honed expert in gold digging. And all irony, she seems to tell her readers to dig for gold in a few states, you know, where I never thought there was any kind of gold mine at all. Well, that was until I got to chapter two and realised just how naive I really am. <laughs> See, she chats about ways of picking up gold. Picking up, yep. Oh, yep. Bars, you know, not bullying bars, no, no, drinking bars, the clubs, and even online, you know, high-end dating agencies, you know, it took me that long, yeah, well, 15 pages before I got to the crux of the subject, yep, she's a gold digger, all right, <laughs> kind that's been married, you know, six times before, yeah, only to wealthy older men in, I suppose, very poor elf, oh dear, well, I was going to burn this one, you know, but I decided to give it to old Nan instead. You know, she'll be just thinking it's a juicy romance novel. <laughs> oh, well, I just hope she didn't get any ideas, though. Any wild ideas about, you know... No, she won't know. It's actually difficult for her to find an older man these days. As I mentioned before, you know, she was stocking up on the gambling books, but this one here I got sent to me and just had to, I had to feature it, you know. It's, I've been chatting about gambling, you know, quite a bit, but uh, this one's called A Bookie's Inside Track by I Bet The Lot. <laughs> it's a book about a guy who calls himself a turf accountant. Yep, that's a lovely old English expression, it? That's a proper horse racing bookmaker, you know, the kind that actually attends the race in person. Yep. You know, I used to have a neighbour, you know, he had a dog that was a turf accountant and a banker at the same time. Yep. Used to make deposits all over me lawn <laughs> and bet on the fact I hadn't noticed him. Still, if he'd have, you know, if I'd have caught him, mm, he wouldn't have had to bank, he'd had to bank on something terrible happening to his interest rate, all right. <laughs> he might have had the balls to come over and risk it, but he wasn't going back home with any. <laughs> oh dear. Lost me train of thought there. Anyway, back to the book. This bet the lot guy, yeah, is a very serious person. Takes the temperature of the track, measures the grass or checks the dirt, depending on the type of course. Confirms the weather, the wind, you know, even knows what every jockey eats for breakfast. You know, the only downside, he's not allowed to check the horses. Oh well, <laughs> they say you can't win them all. <laughs> but he definitely wins a lot of them though, yep. Anyway. I'm keeping this one on me farm library shelf. Uh, no, no, not for old Nan. You know, she's got enough of them kind of books now for myself. See, I think turf accountant is such a delicious expression, don't you? You know, it's a kind of sounds wholesome and corrupt at the same time. <laughs> I love it. It's like me saying I'm a hen auditor and a cabbage consultant. <laughs> or me farm and ding-dang calling himself an agricultural technician oh well believe me he hasn't got a technical thought in his head away from finding cheap dope or convincing a doctor he needs a prescription for it 
This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Quinton, me amateur artist, camper, tenants working on me farm. And it's still too stressful for him. So to balance his life out, he's been painting. You know, yep, his partner Quaglet with the cabbages. Well, I think me cabbages are happier. You know, they, they've tripled in size in a week or two. You know, after listening to me show, me dubious agent 50% though, has even lined up a gallery showing for Quinton. Yeah, yep, in New York too, very nice. You know, I thought, well, that sounds good. But, you know, when I started to look a bit closer, trouble is with the gallery, you know, they're getting 70%. Yeah, and 50% is getting his 50. <laughs> the poor old Quinton's going to end up owing them money on every sale. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> now, that's what I call exploitation of a starving artist. Well... He's better off keeping his work in here, you know, eating the greens when they're ready. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Well, I've got the regular features on my show now and I hope you enjoy them. I've dabbled with a few, but now my plans are all set in stone, aren't they? You know, first up is me cliche of the day. And, of course, me interpretation of it. Well, how about this one? You know, the bigger they are... Yeah, do they fall? You've heard that one, of course. Trouble is, when the wife Elsie falls over, you know, there's no getting her back up again without some kind of machinery, that is. <laughs> Even me farm forklift struggles and we then the trouble getting her the right way up again, you know. Anyway. <laughs> also, I've got that thing I told you about before, the anomalies from around the world feature for you, you know. So this time, the anomaly comes from Sardinia and it's a thing called Kasu Matsu. Hmm. Yep, I hope you're not eating right now because, uh, you know, I just want you to just hold back a bit and <laughs> I don't know what to say really. This is it's Italian it's for maggot cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Pecorino cheese is made into a breeding ground for maggots. Yeah. Sheep, sheep milk, that is, you know, cheese, yeah, full of live maggots. Yeah, I mentioned maggots three times now. You got it? Oh dear. <laughs> They can even start to jump out of your sandwich when you start eating it. <laughs> is that hideous enough for you, my lovelies? That is disgusting! Of course, round here, the wife Elsie eats everything before it even gets a chance to get maggots or go off. <laughs> so we're pretty safe. Going back to, well, let's just say hideous things. Ding dang, yeah, oh dear. We're not going to escape me farman's quote of the week either, are we? Oh dear, well, me farman wants to have his little spot on me show. Yeah, it does sound nasty. And, you know, you don't hear him or see his latest spot or even spots. So, I'm relaying it for you, Ding Dang's southern quotes. Yeah, this time it's fixing two. Yeah, got that? All I can say is Ding Dang's picked the right one this time round. See, he's always fixing to do things, yep. The only trouble is he never quite gets round to them and never does them at the speed I want him to, yep. It's his proud southern version of manana. <laughs> oh dear. Thinking of annoying people, and although I've managed to block me brother Buck Natter's phone number, I've um, been getting asked about why we can be twins or how we can be twins well i'll tell you the truth you know we're not identical twins for starters you know as you can imagine i've got a bigger head than him <laughs> and i'm much better looking you know 
<laughs> yeah, the two go hand in hand, don't they? <laughs> Added to that, young buck Roy five hours after me. You know, he's still late for everything now. <laughs> and old Nan's never really forgiven him for causing, you know, her, well, five hours of labour, yeah. Added to that, it's the longest period of time she's ever gone without a drink or a cigarette. <laughs> Me long-lost relative, you know, Cromwell felony natter, skipping out to you, is still trying to call and offer me great deals from his new base in Nigeria. You know, I'm dodging him right now, but unfortunately, I haven't been able to dodge Nigel Ponce. Do you remember him? The gentleman farmer, you know, landed gentry. He reckons he's the largest farmer in England. I don't know about that, though. He's only £350. <laughs> <laughs> What he called 25 stone, you know, 14, you know, stone, 14 pounds to a stone, that is. <laughs> Work that out. And about five foot six tall, yep, balloon-like with gout. He's been eating gay meat as well as drinking port and red wine since he was a nipper, yeah, five years old. Yep. There's no escaping me past his old dear. So he's gone and left another hideous message on me voicemail. Mm. Pompous and arrogant as always. So uh, maybe I'll let you have a quick listen, eh? You have messages. Well, hello, Ned. This is Nigel Ponce. I need your help, old chap. You know, will you please reconsider coming back to run my farming operation? You know, see, the Brexit's cut me off. Can't move, old chap. I'm totally buggered. Call me back at your earliest convenience. Bye-bye. See what I mean? Brexit. I don't even understand all that nonsense. So I'm not calling him back this time. Nope. <laughs> I'll leave him to it. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and me shows at nednatter.com. On the subject of nightmares like Ponce, I'm still having these really weird dreams. My most recent nightmare was about plowing me field with a car. A Jaguar too, you know. <laughs> Yep, bizarre. It would only plough in first gear, though, you know, and it's only got a few inches of ground clearance, so it's uh, was getting stuck in the next furrow. <laughs> what a nightmare. More comfortable than my old tractor, though, but that's not too difficult, you know, so is my mountain bike. <laughs> After all, I was having the nightmare on my new dreamy soft mattress. On the real-time nightmare front, I visited me part-time in constant political commentating neighbours Stonewall Jackson Farm. Yep, old Rush has always got something to say, and he's more confident with that porter potty in the front yard. <laughs> this time, the poor old mucker focused on his more straightforward political agenda. He went straight into the latest far-fetched second-hand news from the Reuters Centre. His people, he calls them, have decided they're going to focus on the number 24. Yep, the year that is. They've solved the forgotten senior home voter problem with their bus and I hop lunch plan. And now they're focusing on hospitals. Yep, they reckon there are loads of potential voters that are just dying to get out of their hospital beds and head to a nearby voting place. <laughs> It's just uh, nobody has thought of these hidden votes until now. <laughs> Russia's people are conscripting GOP-friendly ambulance drivers and paramedics to get them out to the vote. Yep. You know, I really think his folks 
scraping the bottom of the barrel, don't you, this time with their plans. But Rush is insistent on the potential. More votes. As he says, everyone counts towards winning. Oh, well, I'm listening to him, but, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to comment on that this time around. (laughs) Added to Rush's usual rhetoric, I've got a nice little feature each time now. It's his own grown style of humour. Yep, this time it's that dog's going to hunt. He says it's his folks' choice for a GOP president in 24. Oh, dear, Rush, I wasn't expecting that one. (laughs) Add to that, he's not naming names. I'll just have to guess, he says. (laughs) This time, though, he's having the last word, you know, because we've got no balance. Nope, me swinging nudist neighbour old Fred has been fully engaged on checking out the swing states for Rush still. But old Lonnie, his Democrat blind housemate, has found true love. Yep, true love at a local Florida swing club. (laughs) Oh, Yep, he's been there every night this last week, and I was taken aback, well, until old Fred told me how old Lonnie's still only in love with one thing, yep. Oh dear, this particular club serves free food, and the top of the menu is gator meat club sandwiches. Too many clubs in there for my liking. So out of the blue and true blue Democrat old Lonnie's rattling on about food, instead of his own brand of politics. And old Rush is delighted to have another distracted Democrat. Yep. Lonnie's got a simplistic view on things anyway, even, you know, so old Rush is uh, countering Lonnie's lax ideas, particularly about immigration, yep, with his own GoFundMe page to buy extra barbed wire for the entire length of the US-Mexico border. Yep, right now... He's raised, uh, well, 78 bucks. Oh dear, after two weeks of trying. <laughs> Not exactly a windfall, eh? When he needs 312 grand per strand. Yep. And he has to find out to string it up too. Ooh. Rush can't understand why he's having trouble with this one. <laughs> This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Me lovely vegan neighbour, young Alice Jones. Yep, Miss Jones to you. Yep, does sound like a 70s soul song, only she's single. Well, she invited me over to her farm for fair trade coffee and vegan cake again. Well, that's very nice. She's naturally preparing, though, for a mercury to go into retrograde again. She says, oh dear, poor soul. It's all doom and gloom for a few days anyway, you know, but uh, not for me. Oh, no. She's gone and hung all these little bundles of dried sage around me fences, yep, to protect me cabbages from potential evil. Oh. But, you know, Alice doesn't know, you know, that old Nan and Elsie, the wife, never go near the fields anyway. <laughs> After last time, Alice gave me a little pouch stone, stop me nightmares. And then made me a nice offer. Yep, it didn't work out. I could try sleeping in a zen room for a couple of nights. It's uh, all bamboo rocks and purified air, you remember that? Yep. It's almost an offer I can't refuse. And unfortunately, nothing else has worked, has it? No, so I'm sure you can't blame me for at least giving it a try, eh? (laughs) I just hope Elsie, the wife, is too focused on that, you know, her diet. To notice me absence. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. 
Well, my lovelies, I'm always getting nice messages, questions and odd news items from you, my listeners, and I feature them here in my shows. They're still pouring in, and I pick a few that catch me eye each time. And if I don't feature yours, remember, there's only one of me. But I've got it all here on the Ned Nat Show. Right then, the first item comes from Natasha in Nashville. She's wondering about this news of how oxygen has been created on Mars for the first time. Nothing like getting it ready for the future room visitors, is there, Natasha? Yeah, well, I just hope they've got enough to go around when it all comes together. You know, after all, the spacecraft don't need it to breathe, do they? And neither do all those little green men up there. Nope. <laughs> it's all, uh, you know, methane with them, isn't it? You know? <laughs> Why do you think they're that colour to begin with? You know, they're probably close to bursting with all that gas. The second item comes from Nathan in Newark, New Jersey, yep. And he's brought this really weird thing to me attention, yep. It's to do with Facebook's Operations Center, yep. Apparently, well, it's now running entirely on wind power, yep, wind. Now, the reason it's weird to me is because I thought it always ran on nothing but hot air anyway. (laughs) Oh, well, just shows how wrong you can be, eh, yep. Thanks for bringing it to me attention, Nathan. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Me dubious conman agent, 50% has lined me up the new ad this week. So here's 50%'s rather off-topic ad. It's pretty much aimed at folks without gardens or yards. So here goes me lovelies. Ever wanted to grow your own but didn't know how, well, now you can buy one of our special indoor garden kits. Yep, grow whatever you want, grow your own with one of our special indoor plant mixes. Look at these cabbages and cannabis, (laughs) cauliflower and cannabis, or collards and cannabis, yep. Visit us at smokinggreenfingers.org today. And turn a little spot of your home into a source of absolute pleasure with one of our original Dine and Smoke Seed starter kits. Or why not choose a flower power special like Carnation and Cannabis? Or surprise with someone with our best-selling Daisies and Dope selection. Mm, very nice. <laughs> Full instructions with purchase. All our seeds are guaranteed to grow into healthy and extremely high plants <laughs> and I thought I'd had it all with me cabbages oh dear well um, I just hope this doesn't give me a farman ding dang ideas <laughs> you know about a private crop in amongst me greens <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show whichever way you dice it the Ned Nat Show is unpasteurised and unfiltered but that's all me lovelies and on that note I better go so until next time, remember farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us you wouldn't have anything to eat. And without me, your Wednesdays won't be so much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednow.com. Yep, they're all safe for you there as podcasts too, so along with them social media links, come by, say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you and I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show again. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive 
and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, my lovelies.